What's a soulmate? It's a... Well, it's like a best friend, but more. It's the one person in the world who knows you better than anyone else. It's someone who makes you a better person. Actually, they don't make you a better person. You do that yourself. Because they inspire you. A soulmate is someone who you, you carry with you forever. It's the one person who, who knew you and accepted you and believed in you before anyone else did, or when no one else would. And no matter what happens, you'll always love them. Nothing can ever change that. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the No Boundaries Podcast, where the facts are facts and opinions hurt people's feelings. I know it's been a while, so let me reintroduce myself as Jay. And to my left, the one and only, Welly F. How do they know that I'm on your left? <laughs> well, they'll, they, they know now because yeah, I told them do. you're on my left. They do, but you're lying. I'm on your right. No, you're on my left. Mm-hmm. So you say. <laughs> Man, what's, what's been up with you, Jay? Man, uh, went to Vegas. No, we don't need to talk about Vegas. Yeah, we don't need to talk about Vegas. <laughs> what's been up with you? Shit, I went to Pennsylvania. That's what they talk about. Don't need, don't need to talk it about was, Pennsylvania. It's insane, man. You know, uh, I guess one of the, the little observations that I can say probably stood out to me was um, some of the historical artifacts that I saw around where I was, it was some, um, you know, I think uh, Frederick Frederick Douglass was in the area where I was, and it was a lot of um, what they would say conspiring um, with um, the local governments in the Northeast um, about just trying to make sure that they got, not, not, not reparations, but they were trying to make sure that there was a pathway for for blacks in America at the time. And I know the Battle of Gettysburg and shit like that was occurring. And it was a lot of little, you know, cool little historical things posted around. Um, uh, other than that, it's, the part of Pennsylvania I'm in is not super duper unique. Uh, I would probably say, you know, the, the food was normal. You know, uh, I was chilling, man. Not, not, nothing specific no. to the area. I saw Shazam. I went out there and I saw Shazam. I had some free time to watch Shazam and that was a, a atrocity. That movie was awful. Oh, you are, you're jumping in the movie Critic Welly real quick? Bro, I'm... We, we, we not even three minutes in and you already jumping into the movie Critic. Dog, I just don't get... I don't get this era of movie watchers. Like, like I sit... Like, I was hooping this morning and I was sitting there and I'm chilling with people and, like, we're having casual conversations about things that, like... You know, we're, we're talking about, you know, societal things. And as, as I'm sitting there, like, you know... We bring up certain topics, and I'm like, damn, you feel like that too? I started to feel like I was the only person that felt that way about these certain things because when you go on social media, you see a different you see a different point of view on it, and you start to realize, like, and I'm, in my honest opinion, man, the way people carry themselves and present themselves on social media, man, motherfuckers are weird, man. Like, I don't truly believe a lot of shit anymore on social media. Like, I, social media is a complete falsehood of what is represented when it comes down to like what real human beings are thinking on a day-to-day basis. Like I don't think social media really covers the uh, even a true half of it. it. 
I mean, even when I just dive into Twitter, I just see just, it's just so much attention seeking. And like, I just be like, man, do niggas really think like that? Or are they just on here just trying to trigger people? I think, like we talked about before, social media is where you reinvent yourself. Clearly. So you, you can be anything you want to be on social media. I was even looking at, at, at my tweets the other day. I was like, I'm pretty sure the, my last 25 tweets are tweets that I've tweeted before. Because they're typically just music lyrics. Yeah, then yeah. I, I, and then I seen I had a random thought. And I was like, okay, that's pretty original, that, that random thought. Yeah, which is important. But other than that, it's kind of like, no, I'm not out here doubling back, trying to, you know, fire up anybody or talking about what's going on on Married at First Sight or, yeah. you know, Game of Thrones. I, I did live tweet because I, I watched WrestleMania. Was that last week? Was last week, yeah, was last yeah, week. Yeah, I watched WrestleMania. And the only reason I watched because, like, that was like, oh, they're going to make the black guy champion. It's like, okay, I'm going to check that out. Oh, wow, so it was already set up. Everybody knew. I mean, mind you, everybody knows the outcome for the most part. I would yeah. say 90% of the time you know the outcome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As a child, it was shocking. As an definitely, adult, As an definitely. adult, you see the play coming. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. it was like, yeah, you know, he was a fan favorite. The fans wanted it. Classic Hill, K-Fab guy. I was like, all right, you know, they're going to put him over tonight. And, and they did. And, you know, you, you want to see like a good – Good performance. The performance was all right. Okay. I give it like an eight and a half out of ten. Okay. It was a solid performance, you know. So and they gave him the belt, and he was all happy. His kids were there. His wife was there, you know. But, you know, and but the, other than that, it's kind of like yeah, I tweet these song lyrics, or I might just send the actual song that I'm listening to. You know, nothing major. I mean, yeah, you're consistently who you are. Yeah. I think that says a lot about a pe- about people. I think when I even think about um, how. I remember I was listening to a podcast and they were pointing out to me, you know, you know, to talk about comic book movies. They were talking about the James Gunn situation where, you know, he had, you know, some pedophilic type tweets about 10 years ago. And, um, you know, obviously he apologized, but I'm getting to the point where me personally, um, there's a there's a question trending right now about black celebrity and whether to take black celebrity serious. And is black celebrity what it once was? And I think since since I've become an uh, since I've become an adult, and I've you know I've done so much you know technically for myself, and like my world and a celebrity's world is so different. I haven't taken celebrity serious in such a long time. Uh, I, I've always been me personally have always been able to separate the the man or the the woman from the celebrity you know from the art you know like. I've never been the one to care about Mel Gibson's personal life. I've never cared about Denzel Washington's personal life. Like, those things really didn't matter to me. All I really cared about when I was growing up was deliver me the art that I want to see. You know, um, inspire me in that way. But even then, like, I was still always more inspired by the people that were around me. My mom, my uncle, my aunts, my cousins, my brothers. And, um... Because though to be those people were was more of an achievable goal. Exactly. I can grow up to be like my uncle. Exactly. I can grow up to be like my aunt. I can grow up to be like my mom because those are people that I can touch. Exactly. Exactly. So when I think about those type of things, I just I automatically it just gets me to thinking about once again talking about consistency of character. I feel like so many celebrities that we quote unquote look up to in American society. They lack consistency just based off the fact that five years from now, somebody else might have bought them. 
Like I really, I really personally feel like most celebrities that reach a certain status are bought and paid for. So when I see these celebrities saying shit ten years ago, and then they're apologizing in, in 2019, I'm like, well, this is a different person today. Somebody else owns them. Like, of course, his beliefs are different. Like, there's um, you can YouTube it, or uh, I'm not sure. I, I didn't get a chance to YouTube it, but there was this um in 1989 they said that um, Oprah on her show once said something about how um, she believes that black people in America need to basically let go of slavery and we use it as an excuse. Like, she said this live on her show. This is 1989, though. You fast forward 30 years later, you don't get that type of energy from Oprah anymore. You know? And am I saying somebody's bought and paid, paid, paid for her? Not necessarily in that sense, but I believe that she has different sponsors behind her now that basically say, like, you gotta watch what you say. We have a... We have a we have a certain agenda. We have a certain uh, audience that we're trying to hit. You got to make sure that you're saying the right thing. If you don't say the right thing, then blah, blah, blah. And that's why, for me, I've never really taken celebrities serious. But now it's getting to the point where I can't take anybody serious social media-wise because everybody's pretending to be this other person. They're, they're, they're pretending to be this celebrity. And when I'm listen, when I'm reading these people's tweets, I'm like... Are you really being your authentic self on here? Because am I going to be able to go back two or three years from now and really see some consistency in your thought process as an adult? Don't but, get me but wrong. But do you want to see consistency or do you want to see evolution? Evolution in the sense of what? Like evolution in the sense of... Oh, I they gained had, some knowledge. I gained some knowledge and that, and that pushed me to what? Like, for instance, I hear that question and I, and I automatically think like... And once again, I'm, thinking, I'm talking about adults here. If I'm, if I'm, if I'm looking at a 15-year-old... And then I'm looking at uh, that same 15-year-old at 27. You know, obviously, I can see some growth and maturity in their thoughts. If I'm looking at a 30-year-old and then I'm looking at them, you know, at, at maybe 42, 41, I feel like I, I, I may hear growth in their thoughts or evolution in their thoughts, but I don't think that it's going to be like so far off of what they believed in their, in their how do I say this? It's so far off of what they believe to make them who they are. Cause I feel like as adults, like we get so far in life and then we like, we become this person. We're proud of this person. Then 15 years later, you change from that. Like, it's just, it's weird to me. Like, I guess on an individual basis, I need explanation, but I mean, I know what can happen to, to me. I, I can see like, like you said, from a teenager to an adult things change, yeah. but you from 30 to 40 to 30 to 45, your views on homosexuality probably aren't going to change. Not, you would if, think if, they would. If, if you're a Democrat, you're probably still going to be a Democrat. If you're a Republican, you're probably still going to be a Republican. Possibly. You're, you're pretty much setting your ways for the most part Possibly. by that adult age. Yeah, and, and my thing is, and my thing is, once again, we live in an information age. A lot of people think that since we live in an information age, it's a knowledge age. That's not absolutely true. I feel like if you really pay attention to people, you, you, you'll see that, you know, there are some people out there that, are you know they're open minded and they that, that's that's a consistent thing. An open minded person you'll see that consistently. That's why I say like if I if I see somebody saying one thing about slavery in 1989 and then they're saying something else about slavery in 2019, in my mind I'm just like I want to know what sparked that person's you know new thought process because I feel like to talk about something like slavery you may want to be pretty knowledgeable about it before you even speak on it on a public sphere like that. So that's why I feel like, man, like there's just like the, the same way I felt about pedophilia when I was 17. I still feel like that now. Like it's disgusting. But some people like just like to get out there and make an ass out of themselves. That's what I'm saying. And, and I, I feel like obviously um, 
you can sit there and be like, oh, you know, hey, I felt this certain way about, I, I loved Holly Berry growing up. I loved Holly Berry growing up. I thought she was a fantastic actress. You know, I felt a lot about, you know, I really, really like watching her movies. And then time went on, I just kind of felt like, man, you know, ever since Monster Ball, like, it hasn't really been any consistent hits. There seems like a lack of passion. Her her roles have become, become kind of mediocre. My thoughts about Holly Berry have changed, but that still doesn't change the fact that I did enjoy her, you know, when I was growing up. Right. So, but once again, you talk about Christianity. I mean, I, I feel like a lot of people, uh, eventually they make that, they, they can either make that shift from Christianity. Matter of fact, you go from religious to being atheist. I guarantee you, you can pinpoint in that person's life when they, when they, when they went from religious to atheist based on the fact that, oh, maybe, maybe he picked up some information. Maybe he picked up some new knowledge. You know what I mean? And I think that's important because you're talking, once again, like you're talking about an adult that has a grasp on a concept. And when they, when they talk about that concept, you would think they knew, knew something about it. And as they gravitate away from that concept, you would think that, hey, maybe they learned something that they didn't know. So I feel like, once again, like there are certain, there are certain things in life where it makes sense. But then there are certain things in life to, to me where it just kind of feels like the lack of consistency is kind of is kind of interesting when you actually pay attention to a person. Because, once again, I think it's more of a theme, not necessarily a, a whole a whole way of um, how a person like, you know, uh, presents themselves like I said the theme is this person's religious so a lot of times when they were talking when they when you were coming to them about religious things they felt a certain way they spoke about it a certain way but still you could still tell by when they talked about it they had room to grow they had things to learn mm -hmm. and you may have been that person that taught them some things and therefore their thought process might change and, and even with that a lot of people are just on the wagon Definitely. Like, like, man, man, I, man, man I, I, I fuck with Cardi B. I fuck with Cardi B. Yeah. What you like about Cardi? Man, her shit jam. Her shit jam. Okay, cool. What, what, what's your favorite song? Oh, well, I like this one. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that one here on the, on the, I heard that one on the radio all the time. You check out the album. Yeah, yeah, you got about ten tracks on there. What, what's, what's your favorite track? Uh, what's your other favorite track? Man, I don't know. I just like that one I hear on the radio. Like, like, where's your depth and your thought process? You like to jump, man? I don't, I don't, I don't fuck with them. Why? I just don't. I, you know, I, I said that on Twitter the other day when I was um, looking at that uh, Kevin Hart and Joe Rogan interview. Like, I felt like Kevin Hart wasn't saying anything, you know, spectacular. Like, I mean, I, I'm glad he said it, but you know, obviously, when you once again coming from a celebrity, his his words ha they hold more weight. Which to me, I think that's a toxic trait that we as Americans hold when we we value the opinions of people just simply because they're our entertainers. You know, like that's scary to me. Like, I, I mean, that's a, that's something I've been saying on the show for almost three or four years now. Like, I don't respect the fact that you have people in your corner that have been dealing with you since day one. You know, they have your best interest in heart and they, they fuck with you and you come to them for advice. They tell you some real shit and you kind of like take it, you know, like it's just some, some spoiled milk or something. But then Beyonce said, and you take it like it's the holy word. Yeah, she done, she done gave you the gospel. You know, and I, and, I, and I really feel like that's why, that's a part of the motivation for some so many people in America today to try to achieve this social status of being more important than they really are. Like, everybody just wants to be highly, everybody just wants to be heavily known. Everybody wants to be notorious for something. And it's like, but at the same time, like, are you really truly bringing value to the table? But like I said, I mean, 
I like what Kevin Hart said because he basically said motherfuckers don't even have motherfuckers either are jumping on the bandwagon or motherfuckers are just just cool. they just think it's cool to be negative. That's it. I'm gonna just go against it. I'm gonna be a contrarian just because. Like I tell motherfuckers all the time. Like I used to always get into it with uh, JJ um, about like just shit that I didn't like, and he would just look at me like, man, like you're just being a hater. But I'm like, I think that it would I would be being a hater if I couldn't give you a substantial reason of why I don't like something. Be like, why you don't like Future? Because Future is trash and he can't <laughs> rap. He can't rap. I don't understand what he's saying. The only thing that's good about Future's music is the beats. He sucks. I don't feel his music. That's a reason. Now, if I was just to be like, like you just said about Cardi B, oh man, I, you know, I just like Cardi B. I heard her music on the radio. Like, huh? What? <laughs> it's kind of like it's kind of like that same um, conversation we had with, had with him about Chipotle. It's like it's like, man, I, I, I can't stand Chipotle. Have you had everything on the menu? Gotcha. No, I haven't had everything on the menu. But what you got? But to I've like- I've sampled enough dishes to know that I don't like this restaurant as my first choice. Oh yeah, definitely. And that's and that's the same thing with Starbucks. Like I, I'm not a Starbucks drinker. Do I hate Starbucks? No. But like if I have a chance to you know get some, if I want some coffee or something like that, shit, I might just go to my work and just give me a free Keurig K cup. Like I don't think I'm not a coffee drinker like that to the point where I need to go drink drink Starbucks. So therefore, with me not being a coffee drinker, that's my reason of being against the bandwagon. Like it's not for me. And I don't I don't and, and like I said, I agree with what Kevin Hart says. Like I think that people out here nowadays just think it's cool to be to be negative and hateful about shit. But it's it's a balance though because I think people just dick ride shit just to not be, just to not be like those guys. Once again, I feel like if you have a substantial reason to not like something, I mean, you ain't got to explain shit to nobody, to be honest with you. At the end of the day, but <laughs> if you have a substantial reason to not like Blueface because he doesn't stay on beat and he is garbage, then that's your reason. That's but it. But if you just if you just like, it, but if you're on the other side, you're like, I fuck with Blueface because he on the radio, he popping. I kind of feel like that's lame. I've, but it's, hey, it's, but it's, it's your it's your move. That's but, your exactly. But at the same time. You feel it's like it's lame, and I feel like it's lame because we come up on lyrical rappers. Pretty much. We care about lyrical rappers. Yeah, yeah. So, like the Kendricks, the J. Coles, the Jay-Zs, the Nas, the Rakims. Yeah. Like, lyrical rappers. Jada Kiss. Like, I want you, I'm waiting for you to give me something that's going to make me think. Not something that's just going to rhyme. Yeah, it's... And, and, and like, hey, hey, Tatiana, come on, I jam it. It's a it's a catchy tune. Yeah, with a, with, a, with a drink in my hand in a, in a place where that where it kind of fits the environment, and I'm and I'm I, I'm not thinking. I'm just my. It's really just. My, I, it's, it's a melody yeah, thing. Yeah, it's just at that point, it's really just me, just you know, in the in the moment, in the. But vibe, I, but am I finna know? get in the car and be like, you know, shit, I'm finna make this thirty minute drive. I need something I can. I, oh shit, let me put this blue face album on. No, it's no. not gonna happen. It's but not gonna happen. While we're on music, yeah. the new Anderson Pox slams. Oh yeah, yeah, my favorite. Uh, I would actually say the Andre 3000 track is not my favorite track. Um, I like the King James, and I like, um, it's another one, yada, yada. yada. I like yeah. yada, yada. See, the Andre 3000 track, you, you, it's a good thing it's first. Yeah. Because you see, okay, three stacks. Yeah. And then you hear it, and it's like, what is he talking like? Yeah. I, let me go look at these lyrics, because he's just going off. Bruh, you know I read them lyrics. He's he just going off. He about Harriet Tubman. I'm like, hold on, what is he talking about? <laughs> what is he talking what about? Is talking oh, about? I got a three stacks verse, but it's kind of like, uh, just yeah, it's it, it, it's 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 a hot sixteen, but the, the whole album to me, it's it, it's nice. I didn't I didn't I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it. I, I and I didn't and there was a lot of bad slander about Oxnard, 
but I didn't hate that either. I like Oxnard. I thought it was decent. I, I I felt like I felt the theme of the album. Yeah. And you know, people say, "Oh, you, you know, it's nothing like Malibu. It's nothing like Malibu." You're not gonna get another Malibu. He gave you Malibu already. To even go back on to go back on how celebrities change, like once again with art, bro. Like if you're really into art, and like if you follow artists when it comes to how they make movies, I'm talking painters, graffiti artists, rappers, singers. Like you're gonna see growth in that. You don't have to have sponsors to see growth in how somebody does their art. That is coming from the heart and soul. Motherfuckers experience different things, and those things tend to change. Even like, I people, understand that. Even with people that's on a, on a major label, your first album is going to be highly label influenced. Definitely. Because they need to make sure it sells. Yeah. They're probably going to pick every single track. Yeah, yeah. Your yeah. second album, you're going to get a little more rope. Yeah, yeah. Especially if your first album did great, yeah. you're going to get a little more rope because you have a fan base now. Yeah, definitely. They know that these people are going to buy it at mm -hmm. the very least. I agree. I agree. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, I like I like Oxnard. I like Malibu. I mean, I, I, I enjoy Anderson Pop for the, is it Pack or Pop? Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I enjoy him for his his style because I don't know what I don't know what the label is. Yeah. He just he does what he wants. Basically. You know. And uh, but no, you know that, that that still fits into what I'm saying. Like I I understand growth in that realm because artists artists tend to do that. But man, like these the celebrities that 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 are actors that are you know athletes like. I, I just uh, Instagram models and uh, motherfuckers that made it famous for making fifteen second skits. Like I, I don't, I don't, I don't think that y'all, y'all are. I don't necessarily consider y'all less knowledgeable, but at the same time, like I'm not going to take advice from y'all. Like I'm not going to take y'all serious because I know for a fact that certain things changed in your life that put you in this position, and I can't really just value what you say because I can't really trust if it's your own opinion and once again it's just an opinion like nobody's even asking you you know so it's like I see I see so many people like go off on these tangents on Twitter Instagram or whatever and I'm just like who asks you but you hold this so this certain celebrity power in like your your opinion matters to you yeah. like like like, like I, I, I messaged you last week I say man Paul Pierce really out here think he had a better career than Wade, Dwayne Wade and he yeah. was like he probably did. He was like, you know, it's all subjective. It, man, I mean, and I really can't, you put it like this. Obviously, you can't say it's subjective because the stats show that the numbers, they can lie sometimes, but the numbers do show the man has three championships. You know, he didn't get them by himself, but the man has three championships. He's gonna Nobody be gets any championship yeah, by I'm himself. Just, I'm just saying, like, it's not like he, you could look at him and look at Dwayne Wade and say, oh, he carried a team. He Dwayne Wade was never in a position where he had to carry a team. But at the end of the day, in 2006, he definitely, along with Shaq and a lot of other uh, individuals, was a was a huge part. As a young player like that, the dude was a phenom. I can't knock him. But I know for damn sure that in Boston, on that court, at the I would say when you look at, uh, I heard a term I heard a term the other day that made me laugh. Uh, I was talking to this guy about athletes. And uh, who we'll talk about Zion Williamson and Saquon Barkley, and it was basically like, man, you gotta understand something. Like those guys, they won the genetic lottery. Like they won the genetic lottery, and then they happened to be coupled with the minds around them to make sure that they were special athletes on the court. Cause I see this, I saw a six six nigga the other day 
making my tacos in the gas station. So <laughs> I'm just I'm, I'm just being real. Like it's a spot by the crib, man. Speedy stop. They got some good ass fucking tacos. And the cat's six six. Yeah. Solid six six. Probably even taller. And I'm like, he's making my tacos. So just be winning the genetic athlete doesn't put you in the position to be the next LeBron. It's a lot of other shit that comes along with that. And with that being said, I just kind of feel like people need to understand that when I look, when you look at Paul Pierce, you don't see a person that necessarily won the genetic lottery. Like that nigga's. He looks like a hard worker. Low key, like James Harden. That's the one thing I like about James Harden. It's like, yeah, them niggas tall, but them niggas look like slouches when you see them. But them niggas ain't slouches at all. Them niggas gonna give you buckets. They gonna give you motherfucking buckets. And Paul Pierce gave buckets. And I, and, and I can't take that away from him. Like, I don't, when I, when I think about athletes that I wanted to watch, I never really just was in a hurry to watch Paul Pierce or D-Wade, but I understand why people like them. Yeah. And, and that's why I always say, like, sports talk, man, it's a lot of hypotheticals in there. But at the end of the day, like, what are you going to do? You're going you're gonna to rewind time and, and throw D-Wade into the, 96, uh, into the 98 uh, draft pick? You know, in the 98 draft and see what he does with his career. Like, no, nah, that's not what happened. You know, D-Wade happened to be. He had his time. He, he did what he had to do. You know, I, I I don't, I don't like I said, not one of my faves. But once again, man, it's like, what are we really talking about here? We're talking about opinions. And I, I like talking about opinions. But I also feel like some some people just be saying shit. Niggas just be saying shit, bro. I, Twitter, man. Like, Twitter is the land of niggas just saying shit. <laughs> Like, nigga, just get on there. What did, what did he say the other day? Ugh, I know I sent it to you. Dude got on there talking about, um, I know it was something about black women, man. It was something about black women, and I know he, I know for a fact he got on there just wanting to trigger people and fuck with people. People who spend all their time on Twitter really think that black people hate each other. They really do. They really do. I'm telling you, man, you put your phone down, step away from the microphones, actually go out and have a good time. My general, my general consensus about black people, just being honest, I feel like when I'm around black people having a good time, it's going to be very different than when I'm around white people having a good time. Meaning, motherfuckers have a good time differently. Do I, have I ever seen white people do some dumb shit when they got drunk, somebody got sent to jail? Yeah. Have I seen Mexicans do it? Black people do it? Asian people do it? I've seen it with my own eyes. Yeah. All groups of people, when they're around each other, when they're having a good time, alcohol is involved, you're going to see one thing. You're going to, go ahead. No, it's kind of like the whole, it's all fun and games until somebody gets hurt. Like, it's the party is live and it's jumping. It's, it's going well until these two drunk motherfuckers want to get into a fight. Exactly. And, and I, br- I bring that up to say that when you really look at the core of people, core of human beings in general, bro, we, we I, I really hate this word now, but we all have our triggers. Like, we all have our tipping points. But at the same time, like, everybody has a light in the dark. Like, I don't really understand... What it, what's, what's the obsession with this certain skin color? Like, I really feel like, I, I feel like on Twitter, it's an obsession with black people, but I also feel like there's an obsession with white people on the other side. It's like, dog, like, can we just, can we have a 24 hours of Twitter when we're just recognizing each other as individuals and just, just being happy for shit? Or even if you're being negative, let's, let's get away from, let's, what's so hard about making shit raceless? Like, People really hate that. There's a there's so many people that advocate against like you cannot eliminate race from things, and I'm like, dog, like I really think that's a product of white supremacy. The only, like, the only time sure of that. the only time race is eliminated is when you're talking about Florida people. 
Because they never give a race when they talk about the Florida people. My it's just nigga. Florida man or Florida woman. They never say black Florida person, Asian Florida person, just Florida man. And you already know some shit. Oh, we got to stop real quick, bro. Florida man. Let me tell you something about Florida man. On my birthday in 2017, Michael Scott. For Florida man, Michael Scott. I want to say this guy robbed a... Uh, no, he, 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 no, was it Michael Scott? He, he purposely, I think he robbed a target or ran into a target. And his, and the reason he ran into the target it, it, for some reason was because he wanted their stocks to drop. And it was because he purchased stock. So it was like he was trying to fuck up the stock game. Like, it's so fucking stupid that I can't even remember the shit. But, Florida man is something special. Like, Florida this man did something, something yesterday. Special. While you're sitting here listening to this podcast right now, please just type Florida man. I guarantee you, Florida man or Florida woman has done something so utterly fucking ridiculous. I'm telling you. It was last night, Florida man had um, got arrested in front of an Olive Garden because he was belligerently eating pasta. Bro, I seen something today. Florida man got killed by a large flightless bird. Because it was his pit, and he fell down, and this bird killed him. The most dangerous bird in the world you have as a pit. Then it killed you. Little stupid-ass Florida man. Talk. I just, I don't know, man. But shout-out to old buddy out here at, uh, in H-Town that was running those uh, those easy tags. He made national news. Bruh. He, uh, he, he ran, he ran $5,417 worth of easy tags because as he was approaching – the uh, the easy tag he would he would hit the button and his license plates would flip in, like I couldn't arrest him, I couldn't do it. <laughs> I just got outsmarted. I just I, I just, just got outsmarted for five thousand bucks. Like, did you see where um this guy I forget where he was from but he was sending Facebook and Google invoices and they were just paying him. Like he would make up an invoice and he would send it to him and they would send him a check. Oh my god. Like he was just making up invoices. I think he got like ninety three million or some odd, some wild number like that. But he would make up invoices and send them to him, and they pay him. Damn. And he just he got greedy. He got greedy. Just imagine he just got two or three of those to stop. You, you, you know you, you know you you make enough. He's like yeah, let me fall back. What's enough before it gets hot? Before what's it enough? gets hot. Yeah. What's enough? What's enough for me? Yeah. Shit. If I got my if I got my bills square, I would stop. <laughs> I'm just gonna keep working like I always have been. I've paid off all my debt. Just think about what type that, of that, that, the con. But but at the same time, it's kind of like you know when the con working. That's that's every movie you've seen, and you always get greedy. Sam Rothstein, Frank Lucas, Carlito, like you just get George Young. You just get too greedy. Yeah, yeah. That's sad. And it's kind of like yo. Psh. Thirty grand? Yeah, whatever. Write the check, send it out. You know, Google ain't looking at thirty grand. Ain't backtracking thirty grand. I wonder how he got caught. I don't know. I mean, greed has a lot to do with it. Greed definitely. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, man. Uh, yeah, I had we had this pause on that, man. That Florida man, that shit's something special, man. But uh, I mean, back back to what I was speaking on earlier, man. I just, I, I, I'm just, I guess I could just end on this note and just say, man, like, oh, I'm not gonna end on this note. Um. I feel like it's important for us to evaluate the fact that um, our our social media presence is and 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 the 
the um, obsession with celebrities is, I think that's a that's a huge problem, man. I think it's even getting bigger, man. I, I don't, I don't. Matter of fact, man, when I really think about it, I, I really don't know the last time I really looked up and I really saw some positive news about a black celebrity. Like, and when I say positive news, I mean positive to the point where it it literally overshadowed anything else. I don't mean like it was buried in the headlines, like LeBron's school doing well. Like, okay, his school is doing well. Like, all right, like, I don't really, and, and, and even with that being said, like, I see things like that, and like the first thing I see people doing is beefing with, e- beefing with each other on Twitter about like, oh, you know, you can't hate this man, you can't hate that man, because, um, you know, he just does great things, he's the GOAT, and I'm just sitting there like, bro, like, in all honesty, like, what that's doing for you? What that mean for you? Nothing. That's all. That's and that's why I feel like that's a problem. Like, it's so it's so much. We're we're hanging on the fact that we. How do I say it? I was talking to J Mark about this, and he said that one thing that he's noticed about our people in general is like, and I really think it's an American thing. I feel like, I feel like people at the bottom have this um have this sort of toxic ambition to where their aspirations aren't realistic. Once again, we were just talking earlier about how like a Zion and a Saquon won a genetic lottery. And I think I think when, when you become so ambitious, you become so blinded by by the want of success that you just don't see things in a real realistic light. And I think that with our obsession of celebrities, we have that issue. Because everybody's looking at LeBron like, oh yeah, you know, I'm I'm gonna have my son gonna be like LeBron, but it's like you do understand that, like, LeBron is probably, like, a one in a five million chance. Like, you're better off probably playing the lottery, for real. <laughs> you know, like, your son is probably not going to be the next LeBron. Your son may not even be the next TJ Ford. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it is what it is. And I really, I re- it really hurts in my heart. It's, you know, once again, like, looking on Twitter and, like, I see, like, some of the shit I see and I'm like, like, it ain't even stupidity anymore. It's like really, I feel like people are so highly misled and delusional that they're seeing things that aren't realistic to the point where I know that they don't believe in probability. You know what I mean? Like, like y'all clearly don't understand. Like, motherfuckers luck up, boy. Motherfuckers really luck up, and people do not want to believe that. Sometimes a perfect storm just happens. Bro, timing is a beast. I mean, I, I told y'all with you and Sean off the air, like, Blueface is a scam. Like, legit <laughs> scam. He's a legit. I, I, I just, when I, when I hear Blueface, I'm like, bro, where was this nigga at? Who heard his music and said, he's the next guy? Yeah, he's, he's next up. Like, you got to understand how lucky that is at his talent. Do you understand that uh, there are big crits out there? Do you understand that there were Nipsey hustles out there that did not get any recognition? Bro, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. It's a, it's a, it's a lot of talent that just doesn't break through. Dog, and it's it's for a reason. It's because it's because of timing, bro. I, motherfuckers don't believe in natural selection. You believe in it now? Like, shit just happens sometimes. Shit just happens sometimes. Shit is fucked up out here, bro. Like, that's why, like, you don't, you, how do I say this? Like, one thing, one thing I, I, I have a, a, a habit of telling my son is, like, bro, like, all you really can do is make sure that what you're doing is, like, when you make a decision, you have to understand that 
this decision is either going to hurt you or it's either going to, you know, it's going to benefit you. And you have to understand that with every decision you make, man, you better calculate that shit. Like you better, you better not calculate it. You better, you better um, upload that shit to your database and make sure that you remember how this decision affected you. Because a lot of this shit comes back. I, I feel like whatever decision you make, you got to be prepared to see it through. Yeah, you have to. Like, there is no way around it. There, like, there is no. Well, if this doesn't work, then I could just go back to this. Everybody can, doesn't have that option. Everybody doesn't have that option. Now you can you can plan for that, but how often does shit go as planned? Yeah, yeah. That's why I like that's why I like Sean's last episode when he was talking about um, like you know how he went you know how he went to California. He took that chance. Like yeah, you got to understand. Something. And then and then then make half of what he thought he was gonna make. You know and and. Some people could look at that as like, that nigga Sean out here wild and that nigga dumb. But at the end of the day, like that nigga learned from that shit. And once again, he got back and found a job like that. That was luck, bro. Yeah. Like the universe just aligned in his in his favor. Like no matter you can you could make it spiritual, you can make it religious, whatever. When it's all said and done. It just happened to fall in place and you truly cannot explain it. We simplify it by saying it's God's work and stuff like that, in my opinion. Do I believe it's God's work? Yeah, it's a possibility. But it, I also believe it's a possibility. Like it's it was just it was a probable. It was all chance. Sean got back at the right time and it is what it is. He, he, and, and things are better now. Things are looking up for him now. Mm-hmm. That's and that's what people need to understand. Like people need to understand, especially children. Like, I was talking to my son and his teammates. I'm like, I'm telling them, like, dog, like, y'all are playing in a, y'all are doing something right now. Y'all playing basketball. And right now, what y'all are doing is making sure that your future looks a little bit better. A lot of y'all not going to go D1. A lot of y'all not going to go D2. A lot of y'all not going to make it to the NBA. A lot of y'all not going to make play professional basketball. But what y'all can do is, is at the least, at the least, you can use this as a tool, as a, as a connection tool, as a networking tool. Y'all are teammates. Y'all got y'all got a social network. Y'all teammates. Y'all talk to each other. Y'all need to make sure that whatever y'all do, y'all stay on positive paths. Like y'all stay y'all stay on paths that actually make sense. That way, hold each other accountable. Exactly. Like accountability. Don't even get on that. <laughs> like if my son and his homeboys are, if one of them actually does make it, then. All they need to do is make sure that they kind of LeBron this shit. Like, make sure that hey man, like don't try to compete with him. Let him make he, sure he's your day one boy. Make sure that he stays on his shit. Like, and you're not doing that so you can get a dollar off of him. You're doing that because your kids might end up knowing his kids, and y'all might y'all gonna need each other. Like, like, like that's your fellow man. You should want the best for him. Always. Like that. That like uh, J Mark had had the post when um you I think you were off social media. But um, I was a little after Nipsey. He's like, you know, he's like, I support my bros. He's like, he's like, oh, I saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, he's like, I may not wear it or you know anything like that. But if you sell a shirt for twenty dollars, I'm paying twenty bucks. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, I'm not trying to get a discount or anything like that. He's like, I support my people. Yeah. And yeah. and 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 not just the whole. I support black people. Yeah. I, yeah. These I are my, my boys. People. These yeah, are my yeah, brothers. Yeah, yeah. I like, support them. You 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 can't. I, I saw Romfest on a on a sway on. He was on sway. On, what's Sway show calls? Real Sway? Or? Sway in the morning. Sway it used morning. to be Sway in the morning. I don't yeah. know. Like, like, he said something like that, like, I swear, like, I, I've been telling you this off air a lot, bro. Like, I, like, me, I'm sitting here talking about, like, hey, like, why does shit have to be so focused on race? And, like, I, I really feel like that's a, um, that's a product of white supremacy because when it's all said and done, no matter what, we willingly 
look into, we walk out into these American streets and even with the help of 1984, we, we come, we wake up as Americans and we automatically know that the man is a white guy. Like the man is this, you know, the, the man is the, the central focus of America is a white man. He's the leader of everything. We ingrained that in our souls, bro. And like, we put that into our minds. I mean, and I ain't saying that this is a factual, but I'm saying, think about what happens when you become obsessed with that fact. Like, it's like, yeah, you know this. Put it like this. I said I wasn't going to talk about this on the show. <laughs> but I, because I mean, like, I, uh, I'm not finna get into a battle of, uh, of who I'm a fan of. I think that shit is corny. But I, me and you both know how uh, Nipsey, like, we know how Nipsey Hussle was. Like, come on, bro. Bullets ain't got no name. Shit go back since 2009. The shit's old. My thing is with that is like so many people like are like pointing out the fact that like he um he he was killed by the government. Blah blah blah. They say the same thing about Left Eye. And like I'm hearing all these theories and shit. And like me as a conspiracy theorist, like I like hearing that shit. But for me, it's entertainment. I asked this question to a cat the other day. I'm like, bro, like if if Nipsey got killed by the government or blah blah or so this and that, like what you gonna do with that information? What does that mean? Where, where do you take that? You don't take it nowhere. It's pointless. Mourn his death and move on. To, to, <laughs> to me, it's, it's like out of all the powerful black people that we have. Yeah. Yeah. Where do you put Nipsey on that scale? Me personally, I, I, to, I told you, the fa- I have the factual evidence about it. Like people could do all this, the foolery they want to on it. Nipsey Hussle was, was not, he was not a major artist in any way. He was if he he was not a major artist in any way. I never heard him on 97.9, ever. I never heard him on the radio in Houston. Um, most people never even watched any of his mo- his movies that came out. Most people didn't start putting the uh, the marathon flags up obviously until they died because they knew nothing about the marathon. I mean, I can go I can go in it for days. Like I didn't even know I didn't even know Lil Wayne had a daughter with Lauren London because once again, like Lauren London is not a star to me. She's not a major. She's not a major star. I just assume Lil Wayne has a baby with everybody. Pretty much, he probably and, has and, one. And, 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 and he does. But yeah, I mean, the the facts are there. Like the numbers are there. I mean, if he if he was as big as a celebrity he was, I'm almost certain that if you went to the casual hip hop fan and asked them who Cardi B was and who who Nipsey was, they gonna look at you like, of course I know Cardi. Like Cardi is on records with Bruno Mars. Mm-hmm. When's the last time you put on a a top five artist, a top five artist, and Nipsey was featured on there? And then, and to me, it's not it's not to like downplay Nipsey's impact. It's like, hey, if you were there before his untimely demise, great. If you just rolled up, great. You of know, course. you know, his legacy lives on, and by by whatever means. But at the same time, it's kind of like, all right, you know, are you are you hurt because it's the social media area and the news traveled fast, and and you just was, you know, basically you were just right there. The videos put you right there. The, the all the the constant tweet by tweet information yeah. put you right there. Or is this like, man, I've been messing with with Nipsey since, like you said, since Bullets got no names. Because like I told you, like when when Jay Z goes, I'm gonna feel a kind of way. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah, and I like and like I told you, like Dwayne Wade retiring has a bigger impact on me because I've been a fan since he came into the of league course. in it 2003. Means it yeah, fake. Like you know, like I said, I mean, and once again, like. It ain't. A, I'm not. A, I'm not about to be out here like you know talking about like who's a bigger fan of who. Like, like I, I, if if you support somebody, support them. Like I don't have any marathon clothing. No. I'm just being honest. Like I don't have any marathon clothing. 
I, I didn't I didn't I didn't buy a mixtape. I just listened to the music. I'm not gonna lie to you. I didn't start listening to to Nipsey until Victory Lap. Yeah, yeah. And because, that was because, because Chris 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 and I was like, man, this Nipsey go hard. I was like, yeah. Let me let me check it out. And I was like, oh okay, yeah, this Nipsey dude. Jam. And that's a lot. Of, now there's literally a Blavity article out there, and I, I actually I don't really fuck with Blavity like that, but it's a Blavity article out there where they somebody pretty much wrote like, am I fake for? You know, you know, mourning the death of Nipsey Hussle, and I wasn't even a fan when he was alive. And I pretty much just felt like this. Uh, me personally, I'm not saying that it's fake, but I'm all I'm saying is like there are people in your life that probably had a more, you know, personal impact, and I guarantee you, you probably didn't mourn them or or represent the fact that you love this person the same way. You know, I, I feel like I feel like that's something that people need to view in society. It's kind of weird. Like you have people that actually impacted your life you knew them on a personal level and when they passed it was kind of like uh, and you probably only think about them no more but then it's a celebrity once again like i said it's a celebrity and the celebrity obsession to me it's, it's a scary thing because it's like i i i value nipsey's life just like i value the next man like it's like meaning meaning i value nipsey's life in the meaning that that if sean was to go that'll fuck me up yeah. if you were to go that's fucked me up when nipsey went i was like god damn yeah, they're tripping in LA. That's the first thing I thought in my head. Like LA be tripping. And the next thing I thought, it's like, man, what's wrong with us? Like I didn't think about nothing else. I say LA be tripping and what's wrong with us? What's wrong with us as black people? Yeah. Because I can't name the last white celebrity that got assassinated. I could tell I could I could tell you the uh the, the last white I mean the last black uh rapper that got assassinated, fucking triple X. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then before that I can tell you Dope. Then before that I can tell you bankroll. What the fuck is wrong with us? Stop blaming the government. There's something <laughs> wrong with us. Like those people got killed because they're rappers. Yeah. And they and they and they and they and, it, and honestly, I mean not, not because they're rappers. They got killed because they're black. <laughs> That's one. I mean, be honest. If you they're black, and it's almost like being black and being in the hood, it almost comes with this negative energy automatically. No matter how influential and positive you are. It's like literally being a rapper increases the mortality rate. Like how many average niggas you know out here just working day-to-day jobs, living regular lives out here getting killed compared to how rappers are dying, bro? Rappers are dropping like flies on a yearly basis. That's scary. Very scary. When you think about when you think about the 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 number of rappers to the number of black working Americans, <laughs> like what you got? And like I said, in my in my honest opinion, yeah, he was Grammy nominated, but he still wasn't the Miles. He still wasn't a major artist. Like people got to understand something. Like Mac Mac Miller was was really was really I would say maybe uh, his his he probably will be remembered due to the fact that he dated Ariana. I'm honest. I'm be honest with you. Like Mac Mac Miller may have had some hits, but when the last time he was rolling in your city outside of I mean we, I'm talking to Southern folk and you heard a Mac Miller joint yeah on the radio. Like I'm just saying like. You got to think about how big the rap game is right now. The rap game is big, but it's really, on a, on a real note, I mean, what? It's about, you probably got 500 rappers. <laughs> like, Easily. You know what I'm saying? Easily. You got, you got 500 rappers and then shit. When you think about your top 25, like, they just like, let's, let's just be real. Like, you, we want to talk, everybody want to talk about being real, but motherfuckers just ain't being real. Like I said, what the fuck is wrong with us? Why, why, why did I say on this show not too long ago? Remember I told you. There, if, if there's something I never want my son to grow up to be or be like, as a rapper. I've been saying this shit, bro. Dog, 
as positive as you want to say Nipsey was or is, I still would have wanted him to take a different path. Just honestly, and any a, any parent would. A lot of a lot of the feedback and stuff I've been hearing, people's like, "Well, Nipsey shouldn't have been in the hood. Nipsey shouldn't have been Fuck in the that. hood." But then we all in the hood. But but then they compared us like, "Well, Jay Z's not in the hood. Jay Z." And Nipsey aren't the same person. Yeah, and when, when Jay Z go into the hood, he got he got bodyguards the size of mountains with him. Bruh, just being one hundred. Like 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 Nipsey is when when Big Crit goes to the hood, he doesn't have bodyguards. Kevin Gates and, and like you said, that's the kind of level. That's the, le- yeah, that's, of, that's the level. And that's not that's not saying anything bad about him. No. You know, I consider Crit to be very successful. He's one yeah. of my favorites. Yeah, I, that's that's the thing. I do believe Nipsey was very successful. I'm just saying. He probably was at the point where he was climbing. Like, you got to understand something. Being Grammy-nominated, bro, I can name you Grammy-nominated artists right now that don't exist anymore, i.e. Chameleonaire. I'm just saying, like, being a, getting Grammy-nominated is, yeah, that's, a, that's a, a nice, you know, trophy to have. That's a nice moment in your career. But it's still not really going to necessarily say that, oh, you are a major artist because you had this. Because how many uh, Grammys does Jay-Z have? I'm talking. I mean, twenty plus. No, I'm saying like, how long was, was it before he got them hoes? He had one. It was a. It was a nice ass drought, and then he started getting them right. And yeah. then one, one of his best albums. How many did he get for uh, four forty four? Probably none. I yeah, think. exactly. So I'm just saying, like, people see those things and they get blinded by the gold. They get blinded by what they perceive things like, bro. It ain't that ain't what you see. And people gotta understand something. Motherfuckers go on Grammy campaigns. Like motherfuckers actually actually put in the work to um to try to get nominated. Some some are nominated off spins, but a lot of motherfuckers put in the work. So obviously, in my opinion, because it's not it's not a secret who's on the Grammy committee. No, it's not at all. And that's why I say I, nobody was shocked Cardi B won. If you had any common sense, you weren't shocked she won because I mean, from a a billboard standpoint, she killed it. Yeah. I mean, she continues to kill it. No matter no matter if she's out here, you know, drugging people, it don't matter. She can do that. She wasn't drugging white men. She could hit him with the Cosby? And she can hit him with the Cosby. As long as she ain't doing it the white man, she good. Just as long as she doing it the black man, she cool. She can kill him. It's still cool. Wow. I'm just being honest, bro. Wow. She I think throughout that shit. Nigga, she motherfucking R. Kelly had accusations. They pulled his shit off every streaming service. <laughs> Cardi she, B. She confessed to it. Man, I, still, I did this. I guarantee I turn the radio on right now. I'm here, Cardi B. Oh yeah. That's the that's the world we live in, bro. Like I'm saying, and once again, and, and there, there's a justification for her bullshit, man. She was just doing what she had to do to survive, drugging and robbing people. You don't have to. You can say, "Nah, I'm not going to have sex with you. I'm not going to this hotel room with you." That nigga Sean went from Houston to California. Was he drugging people and robbing them? This nigga went from Houston to California. Is that how you have to make ends meet, drugging and robbing people? You couldn't be like, you know what? I'm just gonna pull this double at Burger King. I'm just gonna pull this dope. But that, that we don't live in that type of society no more. I would say since the 2010s, since the since the turn of this this last decade, bro, it's 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 fast. It's 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 like this, bro. You either making honest money, and you and you and you uh, the pride, or you, how do I say this? You have you're making honest money, and your moral compass is turned in the way to where it doesn't bother you to say, you know what, I'm working my ass off, but I'm it's honest. And then you got motherfuckers just out here scamming, bro. I really feel like it's two sides of the coin. Like, niggas out here scamming, and so much comes with scamming. Fast money, you know what I'm saying? Like, I remember, I, mean, I never talked about this shit, but I remember, bro, it was a report around Super Bowl time where it was this cat that um, that that basically 
he had Super Bowl tickets. And he basically told, he basically sold Super Bowl tickets to his whole family. His, his family buying up the Super Bowl tickets. Like, hell yeah, you got Super Bowl tickets? Like, hey, I got y'all. Turn out all them hoes is fake. <laughs> they can't find that nigga, bro. That nigga dipped the fuck out. The, the, the final fuck you. They quit 50 to 100K and duck the fuck out off his own motherfucking family. But the thing is, bro, think about this. There are people you can get on eBay right now. They're selling the program to the Nipsey Hustle funeral. I saw that shit, bro. It's kind of like you, you will do anything for a dollar. When I saw that, the first question I asked, what the fuck is wrong with us? <laughs> That's the first thing I said. Nothing else. You want to you wanna blame the government? But your own people that look like you, that you fin- you fight for, you willing to go to battle for, nigga will sell your funeral ticket. The fact that there were funeral tickets, that's another subject. You right. know how I felt about that shit. I'm not going to speak about that on this show. But at the end of the day, like, your own people selling you, tickets? You see where they say there's only been two people have their um, funeral in the Staples Center and they both were Crips? Talking about Michael Jackson and Nipsey Hussle. Oh, my. My goodness. <laughs> There's, there's, yeah, I, I remember that picture comes to mind too. That you Mike, know exactly what yeah, picture, yeah, light, picture light skin Mike. Yeah, with the blue rag. <laughs> I am fooling. Fooling. Like, like I, said, I man, said, they probably tore up Mike ass off the bone. Bruh. <laughs> they, ran, they, they fucked the press and curl out of Mike. God. He liked it too. <laughs> nah, let me stop, man. They, they always get shot out of here. Niggas, niggas out here dying for Mike. Yeah. Niggas, I, I, like I said, man, we, 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 got a, we got a problem in the black community. And, and and I I know I can't fix it, but I feel like one of the first one of the first things we can do is we need more people to point it out. We need more people to point it out and start saying, "Hey man, what the fuck? Why y'all so obsessed with them people, bro? Like you, it's a good chance you're not gonna be like them, man. You need to pick a more realistic path. And with a realistic path, that doesn't mean that you can't be successful. A realistic path is saying, you know what? I'm gonna go to I'm gonna go to school and be a doctor. Hopefully, hopefully the parents of the generation of future doctors are setting these kids up to where they don't have to go into debt to be doctors. You know what I'm saying? Or I want to. Oh, I want to be future lawyers. I want to work on my hands, bro. Like that shit ain't ain't nothing wrong with that shit, bro. Ain't nothing wrong with that shit, man. Like I I, I don't I don't understand like how why we feel the need to like when, once again when we're on social media, you see a lot of motherfuckers out here like you know hey you know if you disrespect the waiter you're blah 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 this and that. See everybody want to be in that position to where they're the ones that. Are the ones that oh I, I don't disrespect the server. I, 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 I treat the waiter with the same respect I treat the CEO. My nigga, aren't you a waiter? <laughs> like like what's up, bro? Like aren't you a server? Like niggas ashamed of that shit now. Like niggas, it's and and, and I'm gonna tell you like this, man. Shout out to shout out to Larry T with Monroe. I'm gonna say like this. One thing I never said on the show, and I think we said it, but we didn't we didn't touch on it enough. The more and more I look at Black society, and the more and more I look at things like. Young black kids that are like, like I'm telling you, man, it's a very min- it's a very minute group of black children that are growing up with the aspirations of being doctors and presidents and blah blah. And I know this because when that when they're on social media, they blow up. And once they become viral, I'm telling you, man, those parents, man, them parents, all them parents is worried about like, hey, you need to upload a video so we can make some money and get some shit in that GoFundMe. And I'm telling you, yep. a lot of these little kids. They have aspirations of being politicians and lawyers. The ones that are going up on there, articulating shit well and, and being little stars, they're going to end up just like the child stars from the 80s. I'm telling you. 
it, it's it's like like Sherman saying about the universal law, man. The shit, the shit gonna hit. That shit gonna hit the same way, bro. Had a flame when you started, but now you just garbage. <sighs> Telling you, dog. I I, I I I hope the best for these kids, but the reality is, I feel like how many how many how many Black Americans are in this country? Is it like forty million? Fourteen percent. Well, yeah, okay, so you take that 13%, bro, I honestly feel like, man, this is, I say, maybe 3% actually has those realistic aspirations. And by realistic aspirations, I mean, like, they have goals that are attainable because their uncle that stays out there, you know, in the suburbs of Philadelphia, you know, was able to do that shit because he worked his ass off through school, like, we're getting to the point where we think we just too good for school. We like, bro, like if we can't, like if we can't make it off social media, we can't make it on the court. Then shit, I gotta. What else is there? But also, like you, like you mentioned in the previous episode, that dedication is short term. Like if, if 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 I realize that I'm not a basketball prodigy within three months of mediocre work, oh, not even man. hard work, mediocre work, boy, then it's like okay, then I give up. That's that's I'm, I'm, You're not even doing your ten thousand hours. That's man. That shit. That shit. Man, these these kids ain't built like that no more. Let me go. Let me go do no something else. Let me go do something else. These kids ain't built like that no more. I I had a I had a Twitter post about that shit the other day when somebody was um talking about how, you know, oh the lack of the lack of diversity in golf is a problem. My nigga, no, it's not. Ain't no black niggas out here worried. Ain't no niggas out here worried about golf. One, the shit too expensive. The shit boring, and the shit ain't athletic. If a if a if a if a black kid. Is, is about to get out there and do something, a majority of them want to run. They want to run and gun. They want to have fun. And for a lot of them, golf ain't that fun. Now, you do have a small group of them that do want to play golf. But once again, that shit expensive, bro. Yep. So you can easily solve this problem by making golf courses cheaper. It's it's a simple fix. I mean, it used to, it used to be a public basketball court every every so long. And I, and it's I'm, always an open field and a, and a football that you can pick yeah. up. So that that's that's cheap. Yeah. When you look at the black community, which is already you know on the lower lower side of the income levels, something Very cheap low. to get a basketball, something cheap to get a football. Your boys are already around here. They have the same access to everything else as you do, which is limited. Mm-hmm. But y'all got this basketball, so y'all can go hoop from sun up to sundown. Y'all and they're not, even, and they're not playing, even doing that no more. Playing football from sun up to sundown. They ain't doing that no more, man. I'm telling you, if you look at the market right now, it's suburban black kids. That are that are that are slowly taking over the AAU, that are taking over the pop orders because the suburban black kids are not just being they are not just having phones shoved in their face. The suburban black kids are having their parents actually put money in the shit to where they're like, you know what? I don't want you growing up like these like these other motherfuckers out here that's just that's just shucking and jiving on social media trying to get a bunch of likes. I want you to get out here. I want you to I want you to put your your efforts into something positive because I don't want you on the street. And that's that's becoming that's more of a suburban black mentality. I'm, I'm serious. Like I don't see it. I don't see it with a lot of the hood niggas. Like it, it, with the hood niggas, man. man I I go through the hoods, man. I, I don't know what the fuck going on, man. I know I went to go get some chicken the other day, and I swear, the same hood that I used to roll through to get some some chicken, bro. Like you walk in that bitch, you like, man, niggas in that whole post it up on some on some gangster shit trying to get their chicken. They finna get their paper sacks and move out. I'm in that bitch, man. I see I see queers in there. I see dudes in there with they with they, they they pants half off their ass. I see I see girls in there talking loud and, and they and they on some stud shit. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? What's happening with us, man? What's going on? I'm just I'm just mind blown. 
and the lack of accountability is beyond me. Like, <laughs> like seriously, like I, I'm, when I see people blaming the government for shit, I'm like, dude. <laughs> when all else fails, blame the government. That shit is that shit. You have to see that as a toxic mentality. That yeah, is it's, problematic. It's, it's somebody else's fault. No, we're not after each other. The government are after us, it, it, bro. I, I literally seen somebody say, "Oh, well, the government." Or hiring our own people to kill our own people. Why does the government have to hire anybody? We do it to ourselves. Jay Z said, "If you give them enough rope, they'll hang themselves." I just kick away the chair. If the government's really out there, it's like you know what? We already gave them welfare. We put the, we we put we put the um we put the seed a long time ago. We just demasculated the black man in the community. So shoes, y'all just y'all just living off the demise that we set back rolling a long time ago. I ain't even worried about the black man. I really, at this point, going on Twitter, I worry about the black woman a lot because I think black woman is getting fed a lot of bullshit. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What you mean? We made it a whole hour without slandering women. You really want to? I ain't slandering them. I just, I'm, bro, I'm really. We get the reputation that we hate women, bro. Nothing. So you, you know, that's, that's, we made it a whole hour without without hating no women. Is that really where you want to go right now? Yeah. We ain't been here almost three weeks. They well, need it. Well, then shit, let me stretch. They need it. <laughs> Once again, when I be on Twitter, man, and like I see the way black women are on that whole like, like I be like, bro, like, do y'all understand that? Like I said about these celebrities, man, they y'all, man, y'all, sh- puppeteering is a beast. And I'm telling you, a lot of those black, those black female celebrities that y'all following, man, man, they gonna be y'all demise. I'm telling you, because I tell you right now, I, I the the reason I told you already, I just gave up on black men. <laughs> I gave up on them. We're but lost. It's 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 even scarier to see that black men following y'all and y'all following somebody that y'all shouldn't be following, bro. And that is scary, bro. That is terrifying. You sent me something, man. What to to me, you? it's like we're playing a game of who hurt who worse. So black got, black. Yeah, he he got he got Google and Facebook for one seventy two. Jesus, go ahead, go ahead. But it seems like black men and black women are playing a game of who hurt who worse, looking for the out of like, for somebody to say, you know what, we hurt black women the worst, we apologize. Or looking for black women to say, we hurt black men the worst, so we apologize. And it, it's not going to happen. Like, there is there is no final answer to, to be like, all right, this gender hurt the other one the worst, so therefore they owe them reparations as well. no. You're just you're just fighting you're just fighting a, a a pointless war with each other instead of focusing on how you know who hurt who worse or who hurt it's just like let's drop the shit and move the fuck on this one black guy hurt you not all black men <laughs> this one <laughs> and then if it was two and if it was three I need you to reevaluate the kind of black man that you like because it sounds like you like him just because he's a black man <laughs> now to flip it the other way. Black men, when you look at black women and say, "No, nah, this black woman, this black woman curved me," you know, so all black women are the same. That's why I'm gonna go talk to these whites and these Hispanics. No, she probably curved you because you spent more on your Gucci belt than you spend on your rent. You got all these fly clothes. You got the you got the car with the big rims, and then you go into your mama house. Get your shit together. You want to blame everybody else. Oh, man, nah, black women, trash, they curving me. Well, if this other woman is okay with you living with your mama and, and having no, no goals and you still trying to be a rapper at 35, then that's the woman for you. 
That's all that means. If there's a woman out there that's going to put you up into her house after you left your baby mama or whatever you had to do, and now she lets you live there rent-free and she bought you a PlayStation because you ain't got no job or you do whatever, that's the woman for you. But it's not because she was black that she curved you. It's not because she was white that she accepted you. It's not about her race. It's about her characteristics. It's not about his race. It's about his characteristics. And people don't get that. You can find a white guy with the same characteristics as the black guy that you fell in love with. You can find a white guy with the same characteristics of the black guy that curved the shit out of you and broke your heart. It doesn't matter. It doesn't make a difference what race they are. And if you would start to look past race, you might get somewhere. You might find your soulmate. You might find your soulmate. You might get somewhere. Because I'm pretty sure your soulmate just ain't a certain race. No. You're going to be mad when you figure out who your soulmate is. Say, look. I, I say, look. Y'all use, use filters on Amazon when you searching. Y'all use filters on, on Tinder when you're dating. Y'all use filters when you're shopping. Because I know a lot of y'all shopping from the lowest price to the highest price. Y'all use filters on Snapchat when you're trying to... Post these selfies or whatever. Post it from the neck up. Post it from here. the neck up. Just be fucking real with yourself and stop blaming everybody else. Lack of accountability, man. You ain't gonna, like I said, you ain't gonna find your soulmate when you ain't being 100. Because your soulmate gonna accept who you, for who you are. You know, like, and and whoever soulmate you, is genuine. I, I believe in soulmates. And whoever you get, why you pretending to be something you not? That's, the that, truth that's, that's, shall come to the light. That's why you got what you Because you can't live that life forever because you pretending. Being fake, man. You pretending. It's going to catch up eventually. Hell, they don't want to hear that shit, Jay. I'm, I'm just talking to myself, though. Yeah, I mean, it's, I mean they, they just, it is what it is. I mean, like I said, that's all I see. That's That past two or three weeks we've been off, and that's why I ain't really been tripping about recording because I'm like, man, like, it's it's so easy to record now because I come to this shit and I'm just like, what 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 the fuck are y'all in denial about? What y'all lying about? What's wrong with y'all? Like it's like it's all, like these just these are questions I ask and, and I and really usually ends off with what the fuck? Like, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck is this? What the fuck is that? Like seriously, like, and I don't have the answers, but I guarantee you, I guarantee you. There are people around you that can push you in the right direction if you value their opinions like you value the opinion of people that don't even know you or care about you. Just being real. You're so worried about what these strangers are looking at and what these strangers know about your life that you hiding it from the people that really talk to you on a daily yeah, basis. Yeah, and they really want to fuck with you. These they people really, really want to fuck, fuck with you. Like, it's, it's, it's like... Spy versus spy almost. Like, everybody just trying to one-up somebody. Everybody on some scam shit, bro. I'm telling you, dog. This, this is scary. It's a scary world we live in. That's why more, more and more people, as they awaken, as they become more woke, they start to get, they start to gravitate, they start to gravitate against, away from them, the most poisonous thing that is out there, and that's the digital realm. The digital realm is fucking unbelievably stupid. And that's all I see is pure stupidity on social media. Bro, I see people going back and forth in arguments, and I'm sitting there like, bro, like, y'all just Googling shit. <laughs> you hear me and Jay right now, bro, we just Google one thing. We was just trying to see how much that man won. Other than that, bro, this is a real live conversation. I'm telling you, when I know, he's telling you what he know. I'm not out here trying to Google shit and have these debates with you that lead us nowhere because of information overload is going to do what for me? Not a goddamn thing. That's that's, that's why when when I, uh, that's why I appreciate when, uh, 
Crystal Clear jump in the con the comments when T with Monroe jump in the content the con the comments. What's um the other girl from Brandon Opinions? What's her name? Carmen. Carmen. Yes, it's Carmen. Yeah, when, I almost said Christian. I thought Christian Gray. That's what, the first thing I thought of. I appreciate when they jump in the comments because I'm not a woman. Yeah. And so they can tell me, no, y'all looking at this from, from a rogue, a rogue standpoint. Y'all, you know, y'all looking at women like that's this a, and we don't think this. That's right there too. That's yeah. an age range. Yeah, and, and that's like I appreciate like they're not out here to attack me, and I don't take anything they say as being an attack. I feel like they're trying to educate me. I wouldn't care either way. I mean, you know, and, and I'm just saying, like, I try not to interpret anything as negative. Like, I yeah, I don't, I don't, come, I don't come in with this this attitude that you're trying to, trying to. Yeah, because I, I mean, there's there's so many other things that I observe where I feel like that that wouldn't be possible. Like, it could be possible, but it's like once again, what would you gain from that? Like. I don't know, y'all. Do you, do you feel better after you tore me down? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean, and if that's what it takes for you to feel better, then okay. And people need to understand, like, a lot of the trolls that y'all, that, that set y'all off on social media, man, they, they be, like, under 17 years old and with nothing else to do. They just be fucking with y'all. And I mean, and, I, and I've noticed this just based on the fact that people bounce back from trolling so easy. Because trolling means nothing. People just fucking with y'all. You know what I'm saying? But you, And you, then, then they hit you with that, oh, I'm not really getting to them. And call him a nigger. Oh, that always works. That always works. And when in doubt, drag that N word out. And in that moment, you realize how unimportant that word is. That word is it's a word, bro. Like y'all give it the value that y'all yeah. give it. Like people bleep, fight, people, you know? people bleep out the the end. The, the, they people they say they see nigger. They put the asterisk. I'm like, bro, like we know what you're saying. It's 2019, bro. Even if you muted the y'all been y'all been y'all been saying that shit for two three hundred years now. We know what we know what it's you know we know what you're saying. And once again, that's 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 white supremacy to me. And I'm gonna end off on this note because I think the one of the funniest things not funny but uh, did, did Sean, I, I know I listened to the whole episode but did Sean didn't tell you about the uh, the New Zealand shooter? Huh? I, don't like, think, I, I don't think yeah because he he said he watched the video. I was like whoa. That shit's wild to me, but 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 not that's not the point. Like I feel like I really want to talk. I, I, I seen some videos this past during the hiatus that I shouldn't have. Like like yeah, I seen the Nipsey video and I was like, I didn't oh, I ain't watch that shit. I, ain't watch I didn't. That shit. I stumbled across because you just stumbled across stuff on Twitter. Like like it's, you just scroll it and it's just internet. boom, it's there. I was like, damn, I didn't want to see that. Niggas demonic, bro. It's kind of like Niggas this man. Demonic. This man struggling for his life and you trying to get your video off. Word. <sighs> I brought, I brought it up to say that, you know, one of the products of white supremacy that people fail to realize is that, um, do you know Nipsey Hussle's, uh, you know the shooter's name? Uh, I remember hearing it, but I'm, I'm not going to. Oh, that's good. That's good. I'm not going to give him any. any. Oh, that, but see, right there, that's, that's what I'm talking about. See, that's, that's white supremacy. Because what they're doing is, especially when it's white shooters, they purposely, they purposely have passed this narrative to say, don't give the shooter any clout. Don't say the shooter's name. And the reason they're doing that is because a lot of times they don't. They also don't want you to, to say the shooter's name, but they kind of want to go away from the fact that a lot of times they be white guys. You know what I'm saying? Mm. But if you pay attention to, to Nipsey Shooter, I'm telling you, the the minute you the, when you remember his name, you're gonna know why you remember his name because they plaster his name the fuck everywhere. Oh yeah, because they want you to know his name, black. his picture. They want you to know he's black, but they blurred out the New Zealand shooter. And I was like, I was like, why why is this doing it? Why are they doing that? Because white supremacy. White supremacy is getting you to the point where you, you, for some reason, they're saying, "Don't give the shooter any clout. Don't say the shooter's name." But once again, like, I know his name. What does that mean? 
I know, I know he's a white guy. Uh, uh, <laughs> I, I, I guess they look at it from the standpoint of like he did this to be famous. But this is this is what he's this is what he went for. I mean, shit, we, but we know who Bin the Laden no, is. The notoriety. We know who Bin Laden is. He, he definitely wants. We know who Saddam Hussein is. Wanted that too. You know, just yeah. uh, but they want us to know these people because they want us to fear these people. They, they want you to fear. But they don't want you to fear white people though. That's why they want you to mask their names. But we some of us have common sense though. They you, look at it like well, we know he was white. You need but, to take a quick nap. <laughs> Two weeks, bro. Two weeks, but I, that shit, that, it's a lot of shit that hit me, and I'm just sitting here like, 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 like y'all telling me Nipsey shooter name, but the the New Zealand shooter, I'm sitting there like, damn, I don't even remember the name. I, don't, I don't, I'm not gonna say, I'm not gonna say their names because I don't remember them. But I, but I, when I see them, I know them. Like the Boston, the Boston Bombers, they were plastering that dude's name everywhere. Oh yeah. You know why? Because sure. he wasn't white. Yeah. But the, but the, but the. Uh, you get, you gotta, you gotta be. A really fucked up white person to get everybody. Yeah, you yeah. got to be Ted Bundy. Yeah, and and that was an error. But you got to think about your Ted Bundys. Those are folk heroes. Your Ted Bundys and your Jeffrey Dahmers. Those are those are legends. Yeah. And 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 black people. They, they're, they're, they've been turned into scary stories. Let me tell you something, bro. Once again, accountability. Like you can sit here and talk about the white people and their obsession with serial killers, but once again, we're gonna talk about black people's obsession with gangsters and drug dealers that killed just as many people. Cause we love some Pablo. Hey, we, <laughs> we, we love some Chapo. Scarface is the Bible. We we love them. We love them. It's true. It's let's true. talk about it. It's true. <laughs> like like let's be honest. Chill, 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 chill. chill I'm just chill, saying, chill, like chill, we all got a light in the dark, bro. Like we all fucked up individuals. You make you making it hot out here now. Somebody <laughs> gonna come looking no, for me. Hey, the Chinese people they love their yakuza. They they love. <laughs> I'm just saying, they they just as fucked up as us too. You know, you ever seen some Asian porn? All right, we gotta go. <laughs> We gotta go. <laughs> we gotta go. <laughs> I'm just saying. Y'all heard the advice? It's a situation. Because I hear wilding. I don't know what's going on in Tokyo. They wilding. Bro. But, uh, man, shit, I know I ain't really got nothing, but, uh. Oh, shit, I do got words of advice. I, I, I've actually cycled through several words of advice, but, um, what I got right now is, uh, take a chance on yourself. You know, you, you sometimes have to take that gamble on yourself. You can measure so many times. You can cut, you know, to, to cut one time. But sometimes you just got to take that gamble on yourself and, and be okay with if it doesn't work out. Go into it with all the intentions that it will, but be okay if it doesn't. But take that gamble on yourself. Give yourself that opportunity. You deserve it. You, I mean, treat yourself. I don't got words of advice, but uh, I, one of my favorite tweets of the week was... Uh, Stop texting that lady's husband and go feed your kids. What? <laughs> no, it says stop sexting. Oh, yeah, it says stop sexting. Stop sexting that lady's husband. And go feed your kids. Boy. What that shit got me dying. Me and Jay Mark was in the shop, and uh, we was looking at Spice Adams on um, on Instagram. He, You know how he played an uncle or whatever. Yeah. He said, he say, do your husband know he married? <laughs> Or he's like, is your husband married or something like that? Boy, we was in the crying. Boy, this is marriage is a is another topic, but uh hey, it's good being back. We'll be back again. Um It's good being black. It's 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 good being black, it's good being alive too. Very Not trying to be funny, but it is good being alive. So I really feel like people need to understand, man, like every every time every minute, every breath you take, bro, like that's something that people don't even get to see. Like they Y'all be making fun of people for getting old, but it's like, bro, I love it. I'm glad. 
Thank God. I don't want y'all out here saying like, damn, he, he, you know, he ain't lived long enough. His life wasn't long enough. Well, don't make fun of me for being old, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, like, like what Ice T said, the difference between me and you. I, I've been where you've been. You ain't been where I'm at. Better hope you make it. Hey. And with that being said, this has been the No Boundaries Podcast. Thank you for listening. But ever since the dawn of civilization, people have craved for an understanding of the underlying order of the world. There ought to be something very special about the boundary conditions of the universe. And what can be more special than that there is no boundary?